Hey people, welcome back to the safe basement. Or if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. I just thought to do a quick intro before we go into the main, main, main um, disclaimers. As usual, there will be chicken sounds in the background, which I am so sorry for because it is beyond me to repair that because I live on a farm in quotes. <laughs> So just please ignore the sound, there's going to be plenty noise or noise at intervals. So just ignore that and just try and enjoy the podcast. Thank you guys. So today I have with me a special guest. She's been on the podcast before, but today she's riding solo with me. (laughs) So today I have with me Gabriela Igusi. Welcome to the safe basement. Thank you. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> so, introduce yourself to us, whatever you want us to know about you. My name is Gabriela Iguse. I'm a Christian. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. <laughs> I am a student of Benue State University, an accounting student. I love the Lord and I'm a Christian. Period. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so today we are going to be discussing legalism. We are going to be talking about how it how you can spot it and just how to handle it and all. And I know it sounds like a big thing. Like some people will be like, What is legalism for Christ's sake? Why are they talking about that kind of big word or something? But it's not as difficult as it is. You know, in the Christendom we have like terms that we have for things and that's why yeah. this is just one of them so mm-hmm. i was reading about legalism and it said the definition that i found i like it said legalism is when we base our justification on our own law keeping rather than on the finished work of christ yeah. and another definition is like in short to shorten that definition it means salvation by works when you feel like what the what Jesus did on the cross was not enough. And so you, you forget that your salvation was because Jesus died for you. And you feel like, I have to walk to end salvation, which is not. We know from the Bible that it's not by our works, lest any man boast. And then another definition is that it is when we follow man-made rules rather than or alongside God's rules. So that's another thing. So legalism treats the death of Christ on the cross as if it wasn't sufficient, mm. which we, sh- we shouldn't because it is sufficient. Yeah. It was sufficient. It was a finished work. Yeah. And so my first question is, have you been legalistic before? <laughs> have I been legalistic before? Yes. Based on my definition of who a legalist is, yeah. yes, there okay. have been times that I've been a legalist okay. before. Okay, and um, next question is, how do you spot a legalistic person? Like, how do you know you are being legalistic? Okay, first of all, um, how you know that somebody's being legalist is he, the person in question, tends to make personal laws, like just the person's personal opinions about issues and matters tends to make it divine. Like, maybe for you, and um, the issue of not wearing trousers, mm-hmm. God has told you as Personally, an individual, yeah. do not wear trousers because 
of the ministry I am calling you into. Mm. You now take it to the people that are under you, maybe your church members, your yep. mentors, and say, oh, everybody, don't wear trousers. If you wear trousers, you're going to go to hell. You're mm. going to, you not going to see the kingdom of God. Mm. A very common one that we have in our, in our space right now, where we are now, is tying of hair and you just live a very a very sad life a very depressed life because Mm. you just put so much laws on yourself that you are not happy you are not happy the second way you can um spot a legalist is that individual focuses on god's law more than a relationship with Mm. god individual is focusing on oh i have to do the do what god has stated in his commandments yeah. and forget about the relationship with god mm. one of the definitions of a legalist is the person is an individual that focuses on the law but forgets about the giver of the law you focus on oh you are not supposed to sin you are not supposed to kill you are not supposed to steal that you make it an idol you mm. now forget that oh there is somebody that gave this law mm. and deserves more glory and deserves more time yeah. everything that we do in the body of christ should be birthed from a relationship with god definitely yeah. if as important as soul winning is it's a commandment the bible tells us to go into the world and yeah. make disciples of all men as important as soul winning is if it's not from a place of a genuine relationship with God. Mm. I don't think it counts in the sight of God. Mm. Because some people just say, oh, we're supposed to win souls. So they are now caught up in doing the work of God that they forget God. They are caught up in pastoring the church, giving that they forget to have a relationship with God. They forget to spend time with God. Mm. They forget to really, really be intimate with God yeah. because of all the activities activities mm-hmm. can be so de- deceiving but yes, you can just be doing true. a lot of things you feel and that not be doing anything yes. at all so the third way that you can know that a person is being a legalist mm-hmm. is that individual keeps external laws without a truly submitted heart yeah. he is going to church going for youth fellowship meetings yeah. going for crusades going for programs but his heart is not truly submitted to god like mm. um and david said that a contract and a broken heart oh lord you will not despise yeah. but our heart is supposed to be broken before the lord yeah heart is supposed to be open like there's nothing in between no restrictions mm-hmm. it should it's closely related to the last point i made mm-hmm. from a relationship from a place of love Everything that we do should be better from a place of love. Yeah. So if you are keeping all these laws and your heart is not truly submitted to God, like God does not have your heart. I think in the book of Luke, okay. um, Jesus Christ was talking about the Pharisees. Yeah. And he said that their lips, their lips bring him glory, but their hearts are far away, away from yeah. him. So we, a legalist, will just be doing the mouth have mm-hmm. the form of godliness but, but not, not the, the power. power yeah so okay and to add to what you said um signs of legalism one way mm-hmm. so you can know that you're a legalist is when you find yourself being smug 
about your Bible knowledge, but you feel more superior than mm. other people. Like, oh, you see all these people that, like, when somebody just makes one small error, like, even on Facebook, for yeah. example, like, that's where I see it a lot, like, on Facebook and on YouTube, when somebody makes a video or something, you just see that they just come and write two million Bible verses, ah, come and write plenty paragraphs. Mm. And one thing you should ask yourself when you're correcting people is that what is your motive behind yeah. it? Are you correcting them because you want to show them that, oh, mm. I know all these things. Yeah. I, I know the Bible. I'm I deep. Did, I am deep. Yes, I, did. <laughs> I I do ascend on a regular basis. <laughs> and we should t- look at our motive. Are you correcting them? Because the Bible tells us that Paul was speaking in the Bible and he said we should correct from a place of humility and yeah. do it gently. Yeah. So if we are not correcting somebody humbly from a place of love, then you're not doing it well. Mm-mm. You shouldn't you're, you shouldn't correct people because you want to show them that you know. You know the Bible yeah. more than them. And I think another way is when you find yourself always um, finding faults. Mm. Like, you can't see a thing and just i just feel good like everything you are just picking yeah. faults in those things like you feel like, you feel like this girl the way she tied this her hair yeah. is not even good why is one strand of hair yeah. coming there out be something the, extra. there should be something extra that that's really legalism sometimes we don't we don't um know these things we don't know that we're being mm. legal legalists in that way yeah. but it's legalism and that means like in another in the olden days they called it being a pharisee yeah being a Pharisee, and if you see the kind of things or if you read the kind of things Jesus said about Pharisees you would not want to be in that place (laughs) (laughs) and just going back to when you were talking about um they make their personal laws um a general thing they make Mm. it for everybody we should be able to differentiate between personal convictions Mm. and biblical um command when you should know when something is just for you and know the difference between that and when it's a biblical mandate. So when you're making decisions, I, and I think this goes as even if you're not the legalistic person in quote, yeah. maybe somebody tells you something, you should wait on is this thing just a personal thing? Like is this just for this person? Mm-hmm. Or um is it something you should go and search scripture for yourself and be like, what does the Bible have to say yeah, about this thing? Matter. And also ask God, God, what do you want me to do concerning mm-hmm. this matter? Don't just like base everything you do on what just this one person said. That person is not your God. Yeah. The person in heaven is your God. And right. so you should go and check with him that is this okay? Is this not okay? And I, I think another thing is when you're not able to extend grace. Like yeah. once somebody commits a sin, like we see this happen every day, cancel mm. culture. Like once somebody in the Christian faith just falls yeah. and you forget that you fall every day. Mm-hmm. Like it forgets like it's because that person did something that is very obvious. Look at every day, check your life. You see that oh I gossiped today. Oh, I lied, even though you say it's white lie in quotes. Mm. You lied today. You might you fail. So we all ex- we all need grace. We all need grace. And if you can't extend grace to somebody and you still expect God to give you grace, the Bible tells us that um the same way you have judged people is the same way you will be judged. So if you're judging people and you just say this person doesn't deserve forgiveness, this person doesn't deserve to ever preach in their life, this person doesn't deserve to ever sing to God because God is not even hearing it. Abby, assistant God, you're the one that is collecting worship for God. <laughs> from PA. PA, so you know that God Angel is Angel in charge of worship collection. <laughs> so you know that God is not collecting that one. So that's another way, you know. And just to add to what yeah. you said about um, extending grace, mm-hmm. 
when I was reading Redeeming Love, mm. when um, Angel was having issues about God mm. and God's forgiveness, that she was like, oh, sexual immorality, mm. her sin is great. Michael, Michael told her that God, before God, all sin is sin. There's no mm. sin that, oh, this sin is first class sin. This mm. sin is third class sin. Sin is sin. So if somebody kills somebody and you lie, God, you are, you, are in the, you are the same. So Period. you don't even have the right to say, oh, point a figure, no, I'm better than you. Mm. My sin is better than your sin. All sin is sin. Mm. And for all have fallen short of oh, the glory of God. God. So you're having mm. a fallen man. You're, you are in the pits with me and you are pointing. <laughs> Come on. If you are better than me, why are, why did all of us fall from mm. the beginning? Mm. Yeah. Okay. My next question is, have you um, been on the receiving end of legalism? I... To be on the receiving end, I I have not really been on the receiving end of legalism, okay. but I I have I have seen, seen people, people yeah. at the receiving end of legalism. Mm. There was a day that I was going out. I went to collect something from a house, mm. and this set of ladies were preaching to this man. Mm. So when they were preaching, they, after they finished giving this powerful sermon, give your life to Christ. Man said that the message was good, but he cannot accept Christ through them because their hair was not tight. Wow. And like I've heard about people being legalist and other, but I have never seen it up front, like online and everything. I've never seen like I was literally cold. I, I was like, so everything that these two people said. What so, so why they were even speaking? What was in his mind was their, their hair, hair is not like covered. their hair is not covered. And then the young ladies were like, Oh, they will apologize. We're like, yeah. Sorry, um, we do not cover, we don't cover our hair in our church, so mm. we don't see the need of going out to preach mm. and being what we, we are not in the church. Mm. And the man kept dragging the issue with them back and forth. It was not my business, but I wish I could just tell the girls to. <laughs> Don't work out the book. Because this man is just a core legalist from the looks of things. Mm. And no matter what you tell him, because your hair is not tied. And on top of that, they now did dreads and they now wore trousers. So ah. he, he triple like, threats. <laughs> triple threat scene. <laughs> he just he was just lashing it out on them. And wow. because they were doing the work of God, they were not able to respond harshly because mm. of the person because they mm. were representing christ yeah so they just apologized to him i left i don't know how this thing ended up yeah. definitely i know that he did not receive christ at the end of the at day. the end of the day i've seen legalism up front and the mm. way um our church is quick to condemn people mm. when people fall joshua selman always says something he said the best of a man is a man all of us are men. Don't don't write off the humanity of people. When mm. you can't write off your humanity, you're like, oh, I can do it by myself. I am self-sufficient. I am empowered by myself. We all need grace. Like At on the a end of regular, the day. Yes. Like, we all need grace. No matter where you are, in the higher you go, the more grace you will need. And you cannot 
our church right now but it's sad mm. but our church is not where love is reciprocated that's mm. why most people they are like if this is what church is all about no. i'd rather not yes. be in church because if you see all these other religions when they try to cover your shame mm. they will not be the ones to put you out there On social go, media eh, eh, can't carry your mask and turn it to God. debates they are just condemning you and people it's just so sad. It's yeah. just so sad what's happening in our churches. Yeah. This this whole thing you just said it just reminded me of a scripture, um, First Corinthians chapter five, yes, I believe, where Paul was talking about like a man that was living with his stepmother. Mm-hmm. And like we're not saying that there should be no place for correction, but I like the way Paul handled the whole thing and like he was talking to them about the whole thing and telling them that um, they should um, cast him out to the devil and all those things. Mm. But like when we look into like later in scripture, that's why like I tell people read um, text in context. Don't yeah. just take one ch- because some chapters are just a part yeah. of a ho- whole bigger picture. Don't so you should isolate. read it. Don't isolate one scripture and just take it out of context and say this is what it means. And when you now go further to like I think Second Corinthians chapter two, I believe he now said. Um, I am not overstating, verse 5, he said, I am not overstating it when I say that the man who caused all the trouble hurts all of you more than he hurts me. 6. Most of you opposed him and that was punishment enough. 7. Now, however, it is time to forgive and comfort him, otherwise he may be overcome by discouragement. Yeah. Then verse 8, so I urge you now to reaffirm your love for him. I remembered when I had read First Corinthians five, and then when I now came to this Second Corinthians two, I was like, mm. "Who is the man?" Said, and I remember, oh, there was that scripture in First Corinthians chapter five where they talked about that man. Mm. So we should do. There's a place for yes, the correction, mm. but there's a place for grace. There's yeah. a place for forgiveness. Like yeah. you, whenever you see like a lot of things, like when they cancel people in church, you don't hear from them again. Like mm. it's just so sad. Like if you check a lot of people that have been canceled, you ask yourself, so where is this person now? Nobody ever goes to check up on them and be mm. like, how is your faith? Are you st- do you still believe yeah. in Christ? Just know that whatever you've done, we still love you. Because yeah. also, no ma- we have done a lot, a but lot. Jesus still loves us. So why mm. can't we do the same to people? Right? Yeah. So my next question is, what are the dangers of legalism? Okay, the dangers of legalism. <clears throat> it affects your work with God. Mm-hmm. Um, like I earlier said, there was a time in my life that I was a legalist. Mm. And for me, I wasn't... Okay, yeah. I wasn't so vocal. I wasn't <laughs> saying, oh, you know, tie your hair, you are a sinner. But in my mind, I was like, mm, this one, I did not tie hair now. See the way I've arranged my hair. God will receive my worship. <laughs> My worship will ascend <laughs> faster. <laughs> then when I now even tie white hair, tie ah, ah when he look at my head, righteousness <laughs> dripping. <laughs> righteousness <laughs> going to drip. Um, first of oh all, my it affected my work with God. Mm. The thing about being a legalist, bah. Is that you can never attain true legalism, no matter what. Mm. Like, you can never say, "Oh, I am," because you will always flop, no mm. matter how much you try. You are human beings are not wired for perfection. Yeah. You will always flop, and 
it's first of all it will affect your self-esteem it's like if you are consistently failing in your, the yes. area of your work with god you will just be like ah this work with god thing be like say mm. i'm not called for it this work with god thing is not for me you now you decide just, to leave the faith completely rest. yeah because you have tried to live holy you have tried to try every- yeah to do everything in your own strength and it didn't work out for you so you just be like ah I carry my hand come out for mm-hmm. this and another thing is that it affected how i received forgiveness from mm. god because from being a legalist i felt like oh i had to keep this commandment or else god be beats me <laughs> <laughs> so even when i sinned it would take like months for me to now come mm. and be like oh god i'm sorry for what i did because i had this self i, I was supposed to have done better I was supposed to have not done it. I I I was supposed to be self-sufficient. Yeah. But it makes you it makes the way you see God differently. You mm. see God as a detector. Like you don't see him from the perspective of being a loving father. Mm. You don't see him as a merciful father. Mm. You see him as a judge. Somebody that if you if you fail once, he'll give you two strokes of the cane. <laughs> like it, it really like until in recent times I found like for accepting god's forgiveness so difficult mm. because of all the standards i put all the mm. doctrines i was working with and just trying to do everything with my in my own strength yeah. then thirdly it affects our relationship with god mm. and how vulnerable we are with mm. god when we are legalists we are not able to be open with god yeah. we are not able to allow our humanity to show before mm. god and i think it all boils down to pride mm-hmm. because at the root of it yeah. because as human beings we want to be in control we want to be doing that's why it's so difficult for us to receive the grace of god yes. because we feel like i have a part to play yes you have a part to play in receiving mm. but in the whole process we really did not do anything nope. the grace is just there mm. we just have to receive the grace and even in receiving grace if grace is not given to you to receive that grace mm. you cannot receive grace yes because with everything that the devil puts in our head oh god cannot forgive you and all that if god does not give you the grace to receive his love mm. it's even difficult for you to receive the mm. love of god so being a legalist will affect your relationship with god you will not be able to be vulnerable with god and enjoy true intimacy yeah. with god yeah okay for me i think um another way it affects is that it burdens you like it makes christianity seem something that is burdensome you just yeah. like there's just this weight legalism comes with mm. like you are just you just feel like every time you want to read your bible you say i have to like yeah. instead of saying i want to yeah. or i need to read my bible yeah. because i know it will help me be like mm. how if i don't read my bible today be like say ah, god do not love me mm. so i very good like sleep is in my eye or, like i'm feeling like like i'm not going to understand what i'm going to read though but let me still read though i must read 10 <laughs> chapters if yeah. not Hmm. Oh my God! Like I'm not saying you should not read. If you you're reading it out of a place of I want to know more, yeah. that is a, a different story. But mm. when you're reading it out of uh, like there's this fear, like if mm. I don't read these ten chapters, wait, why was there a law in the Bible that said read ten chapters of the Bible today? If not, yeah, you are a sinner. Yeah. You you will not enter heaven. Oh, please, Kabash. yes, two hours, ten hours. Ah, like I like there's this thing I I hear people like a lot of not a lot, but I've heard 
a preacher say before that like, if you've not prayed for this amount of hours you're not a true christian yeah, okay. and it really broke me like that's another way like i think legalism affects like when yeah. i heard that thing but like for days like i kept thinking about that word like yeah god so as i've not prayed this amount of hours mm. so so all this time i've been wasting my time mm, I mean, so this of this my 30 minutes now is just mm. a joke <laughs> 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 And it really affected mm. me, like, in that way that I couldn't, like, like, after one hour, like, sometimes I don't have anything to say, mm. but I will not stay, Keep I say, like, you know, they'll say, press deeper into hey. the, there is no problem, please, before anybody come and say, how dare you come and say we should not pray, please, so, yeah. don't mistake what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is that, don't do it from a place of um, obligation, this guy, you're yeah. obligated to, any, anything you're doing for God, because the truth is that God doesn't need anything from us. Really? I think people should be set free. Hear this word and hear it now. God mm. doesn't need anything from you. Heard everything. From the <laughs> <laughs> everything that you have or whatever, God gave it to you. God doesn't. Like your worship is not going to make him more God yeah. than he already is. He's, he's God all by himself. Yeah. He's self existing. He's self sufficient. He doesn't need you. Like, it's not, like God is not a human being that we need to. Um, massage his ego yeah. like i think people because of like the way human beings relate they feel like mm. god is a human it's like a human mm. being that okay this boss if if i don't go and praise my boss now if i don't go and hype this person i'm mm. working under ha they will not increase my salary god will not love you like god god doesn't love you less yeah. because of all those things so we yeah. need to be set free from that thing it mm. helps it makes us to feel that, that burden and another thing is that it cripples you developing a personal relationship with God, like you said yeah, earlier. Yeah. Like when you're hearing everybody say, This is how you have to do this, and this is how you have to do this. Mm. Like, don't wear trousers. Today you hear, don't wear trousers. Tomorrow you're not here. Oh, you can wear trousers, it's fine, but let it not be too tight. Next tomorrow you're not here, don't wear pencil jeans. Mm. But you can wear the one that is baggy. Like, don't wear jeans. Don't wear jeans. <laughs> jeans <laughs> jeans is, is from the bottom of her. They yeah, pick the skin, is the skin of a serpent. And so, like, you at the end of the day, you're just confused. You have like all these different opinions from different people. Mm. Don't wear earring. Oh yes, wear earring, but let it be um small pin pin earring. Don't wear um, put attachment. You can put thread. Like all these <laughs> plants. Wool. wool. Is it not still attachment? My Excuse dear. you. My so like all these things, like it just makes it cripples your relationship with God. Like you can't know like what does God want me to me do. To do yeah. And the first person you should always consult for any opinion is god there's no mm. there's no problem in this scene you know when yeah. your number one should be god should be at god. the end of the day pay attention to what god has to say and just to add to about this yeah. opinion if you asked god first he would have even led you mm. to a particular person yeah. that you can actually know his opinion yeah. concerning that matter yeah okay my last question is how to be free from legalism? How can we be free from legalism? First of all, accept that you are a legalist. Mm. Because if you do not accept that you have a problem, you will not even want the no. solution. No. So accept that you are a legalist. Yeah. It will break your ego, it mm. will work on your pride and everything, but mm-hmm. accept that you are a legalist. Yeah. Number two, know that true legalism is impossible to achieve. Hmm. Know that no matter how much you try, there's no way that you can self-sufficiently mm. uh, keep all the laws of okay. Christ. It's impossible. So know that you are 
that this legalism thing that I'm even pushing, it's not that I, I can even do it. Mm. It's not attainable. Mm. Truly, it's not attainable. Know that legalism is not attainable. Yeah. Number three, acknowledge your weaknesses. Mm. Acknowledge that you cannot do it by yourself. Yeah. Acknowledge that, oh, I really need the help of God. Mm. There's a very thin line between legalism and having your like working with god yeah, and yeah. working in grace yeah the line is very thin yeah. and i think what we keep boldening that line for us is our acceptance that we are weak that we are mm. insufficient mm. when we now start being sufficient in ourselves we have already crossed the line yep. sometimes we feel like we are being spiritual oh i can pray for 10 hours hallelujah hallelujah <laughs> we think we are, we are being spiritual but in under it, underneath it, but it's just pride yes. and arrogance. That yeah. is just the root of it. Yeah. Number four, ask God to help you. Yeah. Ask God to help you. God has in the scripture many times has promised us that whatever we ask in his name, mm. he will give it to us. So you cannot come out of legalism on your own. Like no. trying to even come out of it by yourself is being legalist yeah. in the same sense. Yeah. So ask God for help. Mm. Tell God that, oh, I cannot do this. Mm. Or maybe you are just having, you, you are not even sure that you are a legalist. Mm. Self. Tell, be vulnerable. Yes. God, have these discussions. We are supposed to have this. God is our friend. Tell mm. God, God, I don't, I think I'm being a legalist. I'm mm. not sure. Help me. If mm. I am, help Show me. me. Yeah. Show me and tell me what to do. Help mm. me to overcome this helping to come out of being a legalist mm. number five and final accept the help and the ministry of the holy spirit mm. the big one yeah <laughs> <laughs> accept the help and the ministry of the holy spirit yeah. the reason why we suffer in the body of christ why a lot of denominations that's in our church mm. suffer in the body of christ is because they do not accept the ministry of the holy spirit yeah the Bible says that when Jesus was sleeping, he said he would send us a helper. The Holy Spirit is sent to help us. The Holy Spirit is sent to assist us. Yeah. He's sent to, to empower us. Yeah. That is what we need to accept this, the help of the Holy Spirit. Know that even in knowing that, like, when um, I was starting my work with God, I was mm. like, how do I even know that I am committing sin? Because sometimes mm. you just commit sin and go. Move, like yeah. you, you don't even know that this is what you did. But when you have the Holy Spirit, there are some times that within the day, mm. maybe, and you know, we commit a lot of sins when we talk mm. a lot. So maybe I've just said a lot of sins, talk, blah, 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 blah. And when <laughs> I, I come back, he's just pointing them out. Mm. I don't have to now go and start sitting. To think. That's, why, so, that's why a lot of people spend a lot of time asking for forgiveness. Oh God, mm. I'm sorry for Jenu Harry. I'm sorry for February, <laughs> but the whole forgiveness issue, but I don't think it's something that we should really dwell on because once when you ask once, it's that one time is enough. Hmm. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, He will bring to your remembrance everything that you have done, hmm. even the sin, and so that you are able to ask for forgiveness yeah. and move on. Like me, I cannot even overemphasize this point <laughs> because even your life without the Holy Spirit is living in bondage mm. because, guys, I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but you are trying. You are really trying, yes. <laughs> okay, just to like end it, I just want to read um, 
Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30, from the message translation. I like how he puts it. He said, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Mm. Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and walk with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. Like when I read this verse and I understood it from this place of um, legalism, it's an invitation to anybody that is that is like... Yeah, that, that is a legalist. Mm. Like this is an invitation. It's, God is telling you to come because mm. the truth is that religion is going to tire us. Ah, like us. <laughs> it's going ah. to weary us. Like religion without that relationship with God yeah. is going. Like when you're trying to keep all the laws, mm. God. Like sometimes I'm like, thank you, God. I was born in the era of grace. Because like when I think about the children of Israel, ah, I'm God. like, how did they do it? Like every day you have to sacrifice one lamb or the other. For, uh, for with the blood imagine if your like blood um, grosses you out and all the, like right. how were they doing it like right. so i always thank god that i was born in this era of grace because yeah. it's not easy to just yeah. practice that religion without that relationship with yeah. god so today the invitation to anybody that is a legalist is to come yeah. come to god he will show you how to live he'll show you how to walk at the end of the day we need him at the end of the day, we need him. Anything we are doing without him, when we feel that, okay, we can pray this amount of hours, we can read our Bible for this amount of hours, and we can understand easier um, than this other person, it's pride. When you, mm. you feel that way, you're, you're being a legalist, to be very honest. You might not know, but that's yeah. why I'm saying it today, so that you know. Anything you're doing and you feel like, I'm doing it in my own strength. Yeah. That is pride. That's right. that is pride. At the root of it is just pride. When you feel that I can do this without God. Because at the end of the day, but this prayer thing, this studying your Bible, you can't mm. do it without God. without God. You can't do it effectively. Okay, if you maybe you can do you've been mm. doing it. But please, I don't know what you are praying in ten hours that God is not the one helping you. I don't know yeah. how. I don't yeah. you can even pray for thirty minutes sometimes mm. without the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm like, hmm, thank God for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Because yeah. without the Holy Spirit, I can't even pray fifteen minutes without like I'll just right. not know at some point. Because some days this would be like the problems that I have in my life are finished. So <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to say today. <laughs> so like so like at the end of the day, it's the Holy Spirit you need, it's God you need. And to mm. add to what Gabriella said about um how to get rid of legalism, how to handle it, how to deal with it. And now we I think after you embrace that grace, after you accept the love of God, you should now show it. Yeah. That's yeah. important. You don't just it's like I was listening to a um I was watching a video on YouTube and he was talking about forgiveness. But he was talking about it. He said sometimes we treat forgiveness and we treat grace like it's just a bottle. Like you yeah. just receive, you're just collecting, collecting. But it's a channel. You yeah. get it from God, you receive it, and then you now extend it to other people. Please, we are accepting, like, we are accepting this grace from God every day, so it's not fair that we are just, we are just receiving, and then we are just keeping it to ourselves, yeah. and we feel like other people don't need it. No, yeah. it's not fair. And God is not even going to be happy with you if you're doing that, if you're just receiving His grace, and you can't extend it to somebody. You see somebody outside, and you see them doing something that is wrong, and the first thing that just comes to your mind is that ah, this person is persecute Like, <laughs> <laughs> crucify him. <laughs> crucify him. It's it's not fair. You 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 don't 
look at this person and look at them as somebody made in the image of God. Yeah. Because every human, like one thing I'm trying to learn these days is like every human, even the one I've seen, I'm like, yeah, even this one. <laughs> you're shocked. But let me tell you, every single human is made in the image of God. And if you're yeah. able to look at every human being like that, it will be easier for us, mm. to, us to extend grace to them, even though you feel like they don't deserve it. You might look, mm. oh, you don't deserve it, oh. None of us, but that God is just God is just being gracious to us, and so we should extend it to he others. Just the pampers. That way, the pampers. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, what advice or what encouragement do you have for someone who has been burdened by um, the weight of legalism and religion? Coming to God. Mm. Um, an example of somebody that was a legalist in the Bible, the prodigal son, the elder brother mm. of the prodigal son. God will not, after his brother went astray and he came back, yeah. he came and met the father and said, I did this. I I was here with you. Mm. I did not go away. And yet, I, you cannot even give me a kid. Mm. Am I a loaf of bread? You cannot <laughs> give me a small goat. <laughs> So go and do party with my friends. Ah, daddy, you know, try. But what did God do? God, sorry, what did his father. father do? His father did not say, shut up there. What's wrong with you? Mm. Father said, celebrate with your brother because mm. he was once lost. Mm. But now he's found. Yeah. God's arms are always open for mm. you to come in. Like he's waiting for you. He's not going to, he's not going to keep the arms shut. So when you now come, it will now, the mm. arms are Already. open wide for yeah. you to come in so don't think you are doomed you are not doomed Mm-mm. don't say oh this I've, I've, because if you've been a legalist for years and mm. all of a sudden you are like how do I now start from the scratch how do I start building again yeah. the Lord is sufficient mm. grace is sufficient for you receive the grace and go into the embrace of your daddy oh <laughs> I won't cry as a legalist. <laughs> I won't cry as I'm hearing it. <laughs> so thank you, Gabriella, for being on the safe basement. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today at the safe basement. I'm so glad you could make it. You are the real SG. Thank you. So this is the official countdown to the end of season two. What a wonderful ride it has been. But at some point, we have to say goodbye and see you later. So that's what we are going to do. So there's going to be the last episode premiering on 31st December 2022. Watch out for that. Of course, we are going to keep dropping episodes till that day. But that is going to be the official, official last episode. I just thought to give you guys heads up so that I will not just disappear one day. Even like, yo, what happened? So that's it. We are going to just take a rest and then we're going to come back and come back bigger and better by the grace of god so remember to share this episode with your friends your family members your loved ones subscribe to the safe basement on spotify on apple Podcasts, on google Podcasts. if you do the tree you are my real sg you see what i did there <laughs> anyways forget my dry joke and remember to join the Safe Basement community at the Safe Basement Pod on Instagram. Remember to leave us a comment. Comment, just fill the place up and just let us know what you've been learning. Remember to tag us on your stories. 
just whatever just do everything and i'll be glad to respond to every single one of them by the special grace of god once again so thank you guys for listening and stay blessed and peace bye